Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some great boy band conversation. As always, my name is Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. And don't forget, guys, you got to join us in the conversation. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like about this episode. We would love to hear from you. And hey, maybe you'll win a wonderful prize. Yay. Go to our Facebook page to find out more. Yes. So before we start our next episode, um, we have a birthday coming up on July 1st. Um, from Why Don't We, it's Jack Ivory. He'll be 20 years old. Avery. Avery. Sorry, I said it in a fun way. Okay. But Sounded like Ivory. Avery. And what it's day Avery. is his birthday? Um, what did I say? July 1st, 1999. Oh, Canada Day, baby. Is he hmm. He's not the, the Canadian Avery one, fortune right? of uh, office labels? Maybe. I don't know. He's but He's not the Canadian from that boy band, okay. pretty much. Cool. All right, well, happy birthday, Jack. Jack. Happy birthday and happy Canada Day to all of our fellow Canadians. Yay! Yay! It's not technically today, it's tomorrow. But by the time one. we post this and you listen to it, it might be Canada Day. So happy Canada Day. Ooh, can we use the picture from last Canada Day as our picture? We sure can. Yes, Lydia's we will. not in it. Oh. Should Aww. we add should we add her? Like can we do you know how to add her? Like, like Photoshop? Photoshop floating in the air. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Moving on. Happy Canada Day. <laughs> Happy Canada Day. What are we chatting about today? Well, in honor of Canada, I thought we would talk about Canadian boy bands. Yay! Now, if you are American, you are like, what Canadian boy bands are there? But let me tell you, my friends, or maybe you're from other, some other part of the world and you're thinking, what Canadian boy bands are there? Let me tell you, my friends. There are some. <laughs> I was gonna there's say more than I was gonna some. say many, but there's not many. Uh, there's like four. There's four? some. Uh, five or four? six, maybe oh, that I know so of. More than some. So we have already talked about the Moffats in our brother boy band episode. So Bro I don't want to talk about them too much, but they so are probably the most successful. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Of the Canadian boy bands, yes. uh, five brothers. Five? Four? There yeah. are four of them. Scott, Clint, Dave, and Bob. Scott is Clearly the I'm older one. Moffat. And then the triplets are a year younger than Scott. And uh, of the triplets, two of them are identical, and that's Bob and Clint. And then Dave is the non-identical triplet. Who might be gay. He is gay, yes. Oh, congratulations. Yes. We've clearly so established this. If you wanted to hear uh, more about the Moffats and more about... Uh, some of our experiences with the Moffats, definitely go back and check out um, our Bro Bands episode um, to hear more about that. So we'll go into some of the other boy bands. I mean, I think we've mentioned some of these throughout, you know, this podcast. Random conversations. Yeah, but we haven't really gone too much into them. So the first one I thought we would talk about is Soul Decision. Yay! They were probably the next most uh, successful of the Canadian boy bands. Yes. They had a song. Yeah. They had so many songs. And it was fantastic. Yeah. Did we talk about them too a little bit? We ha- we didn't we haven't really like gone too much into them. Now, Soul Decision is just two guys, right? Three. Okay. I clearly know a lot about these. Uh, going on. Okay. People. Maybe you need to 
need to go back and listen oh, to Oh, man. Okay, so there's three of them. They were... <laughs> I would like to point out wow. right now on the record that Sophia thinks I am mean to her. I'm getting you back for all I the meanness. I have this on recording. Anyways. So anyways, according to Wikipedia, there was actually six at some point. But the three main ones when they were famous is obviously Trevor Guthrie. Um, he was like the lead singer and he had some solo success with that Armin Van Buren song. Yeah. Uh, that this I is what it feels, feels like. like. Yes. Uh, David Bowman. So he was like the brunette and then Ken uh, Luco and he was I believe blonde and he played keyboard oh. as well. So yes. And they were active between 93 and 2005, but probably more towards the late nineties is when they were more famous. Yes. Cast members were James Reed, Stefan McGrath, and Tino Zolfo. So tell me, what do you think about Soul Decision? Love Soul Decision. I thought they were pretty good. They were. I like the blonde guy. Yes. Cute. I also like the blonde so guy. So they had two albums. Um, no. That's, yeah. He's the only guy that I remember, to be same. honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Did I say my Soul Decision story before? I don't think I so. That's like why we're here. No? I don't remember. Can you say the cliff notes of it? So we were at the Hamilton concert, and I had those concert pants with, like, the big open leg thing. You definitely haven't okay, sold no, this story. No, no. Okay, so this is honestly, like, one of my favorite, like, concert moments ever. So we ended up getting second row, um, but the way that the venue was set up, because we were at the end of the row, it, the first row ended early, so we were technically first row on the side. So was there, like, seats? Yeah, it was oh, seats. Okay. So it was at Hamilton Place, or I don't know what it's called now. They changed their name yeah. all the time. But, uh, yeah, so it was, like, a seated theater, whatever, um, and... It was me and Gina and Olivia. And did you come too, Lydia? No. Okay. So we were, we were so actually, no we me. went to like Jean Machine to get Mia. tickets. Like they, they sold tickets apparently well, there. This was a sold decision concert? So it was a sold. So was we had, uh, I want to say like 2000-ish. So sold decision, we had seen them open for NSYNC um, in Toronto and stuff like that. So if I'm not 100% crazy, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Uh, so anyway, so we were there. We're at this concert, and they actually also had Soul Decision candy. Oh yes. So when I worked at a Chanel, they had like this um, party packagers had it, and it. Oh, you remember those like lifesaver books yeah. that you would get for Christmas, and it had a whole bunch of like lifesavers. So this was like a knockoff lifesavers called. I think it was like Beach wood or something so they're like crappy lifesavers but on it they had like soul decision on it i was like oh that's kind of cool i'm gonna pick this up so i was like i was going to the concert so i snuck it into the concert um and then at the concert i actually like held it up and the one guy was looking at me like what the heck is that so i don't think they actually knew they were on these knockoff lifesavers it was like a promo thing so okay fine so then it's the middle of the concert and they were changing guitars or something dave was changing and so trevor's just standing at the front of the stage so and everyone is standing up but they're standing at their seat so there's probably like a good four or five feet from this front of the state like the front of the seats to the stage and the stage is probably about four or five feet up so it's not like too high so then i'm like everyone's just standing there awkwardly so i was like Meh, take my shot so i had the candy and i had my sharpie and i like walked to the center stage where trevor was and i was like hey buddy can you sign this and he's like yeah of course so he starts signing it so then dave like looks at me he's like uh trevor what are you doing he's like i'm signing an autograph and he's like we're in the middle of a concert and he's like yeah whatever so he gives it back to me he's like here you go i'm like thank you and then i go back to my seat and as second i get back to my seat everybody in the front row now rushes the stage so they're all up against the stage and security guards like looking at me and i just like shrug or whatever started and it was like the funniest thing ever it was such a good show so i had a lot of good time that show so there you go that's my sole decision story great times great times now all the security guards at hamilton place hate chintzia yes 
Um, I was respectful and nice, so whatever. It's good. You got to take your shots, people. You got to whatever. If it's the middle of the show, go for it. I think I also had a sign that said, like, play Summer of 69 because they did a... They did a cover of it. I remember seeing them at the NSYNC concert doing that. So we were like, yeah, cool. So, Do you want to talk about what some of their major hits were? Oh, sure. one thing I would like to say, if that's okay. Their name used to be called Indecision. Indecision. So that's fun. So did if you listen that. to the song Faded, uh, there's a I rapper thrust. Feel all right. Think about making my move tonight. So as they're singing that, at the one part in the rap, he's like, indecision with the best. Because they were, but then at that point, I think somebody else had that name. Yes. So they ended up changing their name, but they didn't want to get this guy to re-record that. So they just threw it into the Soul Decision album. And their manager is the one that came up with the name, Soul Decision. Okay. Very cool. Any particular uh, reason or anything? Or She's reading the Wikipedia page Uh. as we speak. So, so yeah. So anyways, conflict with another American band is what it says here. Okay. So like the main songs that they had, um, ooh, it's kind of crazy, faded, mm, crazy, um, which I think we were almost in the music video for that, but I had to work that day, so I couldn't go because we had heard that. So uh, no one does it better. No one does it better than you. Gravity. I blame Pro-com-vity. gravity. Oh. Julia played this song too much. Okay, I can tell by your voice that you don't uh, like this song. Uh, <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, it was horrible. Put the blame on gravity, Lydia. That was you. You like it's good. I'm it's a good repeat, song. It's a man. good. That album is a very good album. You I really enjoyed the it. Lyrics to that song. So I did not change it. it. No. If you're wondering, <laughs> like basically. I think Faded and Ooh, It's Kind of Crazy were like the singles, right? Yeah. Yes, and Gravity and Let's Do It Right, which in my fanfic was the song that Chris and I got married to Aww. from NSYNC. Because it all leads back to Chris. They didn't sing <laughs> She's kind of Some Kind of Wonderful? That was Sunday. Uh, nope, that was Sky. Okay, thank you. I think Sky would be considered a boy band. I couldn't tell. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, then and I guess they had a couple Vancouver. of other songs that they released in 2004 that really didn't um, weren't critically successful so Cadillac dress kiss the walls and hypnotize so there you go so yes uh the album the the good the really good album is no one does it better is the name of the song the album excellent there you go <laughs> anyone else have any soul decision we anecdotes? keep seeing they were formed in Vancouver yes and they performed I want to say like two years ago at the PNE which is the CNE in Vancouver um, and they hinted this year on the Wikipedia. So, so they hinted <laughs> this year that they were getting back together. So we're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh, first of all, I think this is the, we were not saying that. Shinzia was said, very excited. Oh my God, I'm so excited. They played faded on the Backstreet Boys cruise and I was dying. I was like, oh my God. And then these two are looking at me like I'm nuts. And I was just like, whatever. It's a I good song. Along, whatever. Uh, I have a fun note about Soul Decision. Yes, um, please they're, share. They're, they have their Facebook has their phone number and you can call them. And I've tried to, and she's like, hang up the phone. Okay, first of all, we don't even know whose phone number that is. I and think I'm thinking it's, it's better. I don't think so. I think it's their manager you never guy. You know unless you try to call. I was thinking we just email them. Yeah, you got to shoot your Okay, shot. sole decision. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tweet them, and we're gonna, we want to have you on the show, and we just today figured out how to use the phone system at the radio station that we broadcast from. So, um, And you could ask, is this your real phone number? So here's our number. So call, call me, maybe. Another Point Canadian being is they were trying to get back together again this band. year, and I don't know what happened. It just kind of fizzled. So nobody is interested to uh, have Chinzia is interested. Okay, so you can only on one fan. So. Well, you can. So anyways, <laughs> very much would like to have them on the show. Anything else you'd like to talk about Soul Decision about? Nope. 
no i think that's pretty okay good. let's move on then uh Probably the next, like, most successful, maybe you've heard of them, Canadian boy band is B44. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you get down on me, I'll I'll get get down down on you. you. Uh, Similar to the Moffats, also all brothers? No. No. Just two are brothers. Twins? What's with all the twins in, like... uh, Twins are cool. Fucking twins are awesome, man. No, but why the Canadian boy bands? You got, like, the the triplets and the moffets, and they got twins in B44? Yes. Maybe we just have very These guys were, like... So, Ryan and Dan Kowarski, and then the other guy, who's not a twin, is Ohad... What a name. Einbinder? I'm sorry, I don't know how to... Einbinder. (laughs) (laughs) So, my mom came up with a brilliant thing this morning, which I'm pretty sure is probably the reason why. She's like... Before four, how many of them are in there? There were like three. She's like, three is before four. So maybe that's why they're called that. equals blown. Yes, and they're from Toronto area. Uh, They're from Woodbridge, let's be more specific. So if if you're not from the greater Toronto area and you're like, why is that? Why are you saying they're from Woodbridge? It's Woodbridge is the place where a lot of Italian people live. As you say. And... Um, they're not therefore, Italian. no, but therefore, um, this is the place. It was like the Jersey Shore of Toronto. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay, now I understand yes. where you're going. So, like, I don't know these guys, even though they're clearly not Italian, were like big time Gino looking dudes. <laughs> Hand puka shell. Yeah, yeah exactly. With, uh, with the spiky like Poly D type hair, frosted but frosted tips. tips. And yeah, that's what they look like, or that's what they looked like. Uh, I don't think that's Do what they look like anymore. Picture? Um, I don't. Well, we file we follow Ryan on um, social media, so. And they were like, they were like minorly popular. Like they had, you know, that get it down. so yeah. get down. They were the raunchy group. And then uh, Go Go, which Sophia and I watched this morning, and we're like, oh my god, I forgot about this video. Yes. First of all, I but love that their obviously pants. Obviously, wasn't as bigger as big of a hit. They were kind of a one hit wonder. Yes, in a way. Yeah. In a ways. Yeah. Um, and then after Go Go, they also had everybody and Ball and Chain. So I feel like Ball and Chain was kind of like the last one that we kind of heard on like hit list and stuff. Yeah. Um, but definitely Get Down is their number one hit single there. Yeah. But so they had some like that, minor success, but then like, you know, this was the 90s, like boy bands were being churned out nonstop and there was so many and there was so much competition. So it was obviously very difficult for any boy band to be successful. So they had their one hit. They had their like 15 minutes in the sun and then that that they needed to get any more of a tan. But, you know, <laughs> and then... Mm, they kind of started to fade away but the like the fun part that i always think about before four was like this is the days when like everyone would talk on like msn messenger like this is how you would communicate with your friends yeah and these dudes would like add all their fans on msn messenger so they felt like so cool because they're like oh i'm talking to before four yeah like i have the twins on msn messenger and i'd be like okay that's cool I met them once. Um, we were in Toronto. Okay, we saw them at Psycho Blast because they headlined Psycho Blast, but then Energy Radio was doing something and we were there, but I was running late to get there. So I got there at the very end of the meet and greet. And this is what, so I, the twins, I think, had already left or were about to leave. And Ohad comes by. And I, and no reason whatsoever, because I am five foot two and a half and he is taller than me, 
grabs my elbow and kind of uses me as leverage to like hoist himself over me to look out into the hallway and then just walked away. And I was like, what just happened right now? It was just like, am I a wall? Like, I don't really know what's going on. So that's my only like time meeting before four. But, uh, and my friend Sam dated one of them as well because they oh, would yes. go on to online dating as well. Is this Sam Cook? Um, it is, yes. Oh, and go um, listen to her podcast as well. Yes, go listen to hers. And I asked her which one she dated, and she said, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. She doesn't remember. Because they're identical I twins. It's one of the twins then. Yeah. Yes, I think she eventually remembered which one it was, but at the time she wasn't sure which one she was talking to. So I'm like, oh, that's. Great. Um, and also after, uh, so it looks like they also got a little bit of success in Germany as well after mm, Canada. And then after Ohad left mm-hmm. them, the twins um, went together and they made another band called Ryan Dan, all one word. And they released two albums, in, uh, so one in 2007 and one in 2014. And if I'm not mistaken, Ryan either produces or manages uh, Dan Talevsky. Yeah, he's involved yeah. somehow. Yes. So, yes. Um, my if you're wondering, sorry, Lydia, I'm going to let you say that in a second. Yeah, yeah. But if you're wondering where you know Dan Talevsky from, yes, I was gonna he uh, opened for Nick Carter on his oh. all-Canadian leg of his um, all-American tour. Uh, um, I was just going to say that uh, it, there's a famous YouTuber called H3H3, um, and he did an episode entirely about B44. Oh, really? Um, where he, he wanted to like actually get into... Like he was just like, I was so obsessed with this band. He's like, I would have like made love to them. Like, oh like, my God. like it was, it's like such a funny episode. So anyway, so like he lives in New York. So he went around trying to like make himself a B44 member. So like he went to like uh, like an underground spray tan booth. He <laughs> bought like the puka shells. He got his hair like frosted. And then he like met up with like a sound producer. And he's like, I need to make a song that's similar to this. So like, can you like... He's like, cause like he's like he broke down like before four like he's like okay so like you needed like this really sexy song but like it was going out to like girls so you couldn't say like super sexy so there was like hidden so he's like so I need to like have so- a song that's kind of like that so so then like he recorded this song he's like take me back to my jizz koozie <laughs> 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 like, it was just like epic and he's just like oh I've always wanted to be on before four and it was like it's a really funny episode um if you want sorry to what is this H three H three this is hmm. um. Uh, Ethan and Ela. So, uh, but it's mostly it was obviously an Ethan heavy episode. So interesting. Yeah, definitely give that a watch. That's and that is to make fun of the line in the Before Four song "Get Down" when there's "We'll make you, you come, come tonight, tonight over to my house." house. <laughs> like, oh so wow, watching. you guys create oh, that video four. with that little kid with the. V- I'm like, why is this little kid in this yeah, video little, about like, blowjobs? I don't like know. Video, like, it's it's so pretty funny. funny. And uh, one of my other favorite viral things that happened was there was um, a band. A high school band that did like yes. they danced to it yeah they did like a whole recreation they did a recreation of it for like i guess like a talent show yeah. or something and it was like spot on it was fantastic we and can then, find like, that video we'll post into it. the crowd like, at one point jumped. it's, it's hilarious it's so good yeah. so yeah no i think that they're pretty fun and according to wikipedia not sure if this is true apparently ryan and dan own or must have owned a dog boarding camp just north of toronto called camp Cookstown. Oh, cute. Interesting. <laughs> Strange. Um, yeah, so. And it also says that uh, they do a lot of songwriting as well. And they've written songs for Blake McGrath, um, no Danny Fernandez, oh, and Tyler Medeiros. Yeah, so. Yeah, interesting. Cool, cool. Nice. All right. 
Moving on to a Canadian band that I feel like we've mentioned a few times but haven't really got too into, and that is Three Deep. Yeah, Three Deep, the two hotties and the one not so hottie. Okay, you know, into you, no matter what I do, I'm so into you, I'm so into you, baby. So, uh, if you're wondering about Three Deep, Three Deep is <laughs> a band that Diane knows nothing about. She a band did not that realize I, okay, that was I, a band. No, I real. Okay, again, I would like to reiterate: I realized Three Deep was a band. I did not realize CJ was in the band. Okay. Oh, wow, there's like three people. Okay, in so it. first no, no, of all, I'll, I'll, okay, first of all. Let's talk about Three Deep is comprised of, of two soap opera stars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Josh Eddie, Morrow. Yes. And he was from for some reason I was Young and the Jason. Restless. And uh, Eddie Cibrian. He was also on Young and the Restless. I thought he was in the other one. Eddie, he was Eddie Cibrian was on Sunset Beach and Third Watch. Aww. Yes, as well. And the Canadian was CJ Hewer. Hewer. H U I E R. Isn't Josh Morrow also Canadian? Uh, no, he's from Oklahoma. Oh. Oh. So I don't really know if they I thought technically... one of the soap guys was Canadian also. American actor. So no. Josh Morrow played Nick- Nicholas Newman on Young and the Restless. And he's American. And Eddie Cibrian is also American. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. CJ is the only thing that makes this Canadian. So they barely count as a Canadian boy band. But They're one third Canadian. I feel like that counts. Whatever. Um. Okay, so I knew that Three Deep was a band. I knew that it was a two soap. Do you know what guys. CJ stands for, guys? No. Oh, oh uh, can I guess? Yes. Cedric Joshua. No. Oh, never mind. Okay, go ahead. Chris Jacob. Oh, two of my You're favorite. Because oh, you have a Chris in there and a Jacob. Well, here they say it's an American Canadian boy band, so I feel like we should go with that. So, okay. um, so let's point, preface the fact that Eddie Cibrian and Joshua Morrow are actors and not really singers. How did this happen? Okay, wait. Let me finish what I was saying. Young and the Restless. So I knew that Three Deep was a band, and I knew that there was two soap guys, and no offense to CJ, an ugly guy. Okay. <laughs> so then. I would prefer the term regular looking guy. But I, I said not obviously so paid no attention to the third guy because I was like, oh, look, two good looking guys. Yes. But in their they defense, they are ridiculously good looking because yeah. they're soap stars. Yeah. Okay, so it just so then, makes okay. it. Forgive me for not looking at CJ or knowing anything about him. So then completely out of context and not knowing anything about this dude. CJ is friends with Howie from the Backstreet Boys. Correct. Okay. So CJ is at a lot of random like Backstreet things, especially if Howie's involved. So I did. I just thought that this guy was a friend of Howie's, like a manager or like someone that he knew from the industry. I didn't realize that he was the guy from 3D. Even if even if I knew that that guy's name was CJ, I just didn't make the connection that it was the same person. To be fair, and he then, looks a lot different now than he did back then. Yes, he exactly. He was much he looks the same back then. He looks the same. He's lovely. And then he was skinnier than Shinzi was like, you thought I was a fan of a random man. <laughs> <laughs> so when Howie was doing his CD release uh, in Canada, I was at Much Music. We snuck in. Well, 
they almost didn't let us in because we were too old. I'm like, listen, Howie's older than us. We should Stop go in. Ageism. Yes. Ageism. So we were in there. And um, so after Three Deep, so Three Deep was around 98 to 2001. Uh, so then afterwards, I guess he somehow met Howie. They became friends. They managed some bands together, including Neverest, um, which was a Canadian band. And uh, somebody else, I can't remember who. Anyways, well, he, uh, George Nozuka. That's where I met him at the lunch. I had I had lunch with Howie and CJ years ago because I won that. Anyways, long story short, CJ's there. So Howie was like randomly talking. He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And my, my friend or business partner, CJ, I'm like, woo! And like, it's dead silent because Howie's in the middle of talking. And I just freaking like wooed like a knob. And then everyone's like looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this broad? <laughs> so then after that, because, sec- because only I'm the idiot who doesn't know who CJ is. So in their defense, they were a lot younger. So as soon as like the like, commercial break came, I like walked over because we, we had to get over to Howie's autograph signing. So as we like walk over, CJ standing there, I'm like, hey, and he's like, hey, and he gave, I'm like, did you hear me woo for you? And he's like, I did. And I gave him a big hug because I've run into him a few times over the years, including uh, New Year's where I got him to kiss my cheek. And I feel like I said that in one of the other episodes. I believe so. I was it, like, he just a bar w- and CJ was there. Where was that? You were there? Yes, I was there. What and I was like, go you, talk to him. Music award show? Could have been. I can't remember. Were you there with Jen? Yeah. Were you, with yes. Howie was there too. I think so. Yeah, I was at the Sheridan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, and this like crazy lady's like, Howie's up there. I'm like, what? And I go up and then I Howie was at the bar and CJ was there. And I was like, oh, CJ. So then I like, went over. I feel like you, you did. Like, I did say that story. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Where you yeah. dropped everyone. So like, I've seen CJ. I've seen, I've surprisingly have met CJ like four or five times over the years. And, I, and he was also at Nick's lunch. Yeah, a few years ago, and again I gave him but a again, hug and whatever. No one at that lunch so, knew who he was. So except at, for you. So this is the and he I just like he gives me hugs. Takes I take pictures of them. I'm like, Only yay, CJ. Chins, yeah. He's in Toronto. Anyways, there's just something about CJ. I don't know what it is, and but I very much enjoy not him. Mean. So the point of this story is we have Diane has even met CJ at this point, had no friggin' clue he was in a boy band, and then it just randomly came up one day, and she's like what cj's in 3d we're like what are you talking we about i don't understand what's going on it was fantastic anyways good listen if okay if you were if you knew who cj was if you were at that nick lunch or you were at any oh, we also event, met them at roller gardens yes that's, 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 that's where we met we them met. Yes, yes roller gardens and you knew who CJ was, and you knew that he was a member of Three Deep, and I'm the idiot. Please comment below. I feel like the that Chinzia is just a random wealth of knowledge about all things boy band, boy band. historian, yes. and that Sophia, because she's known Chinzia for a while, by default knows these things. I but, followed um, Young and the Restless, Joshua Mora. If you don't know them, obviously that's how I f- knew who they were. Fun, other fun story. I don't remember if I told you this. When I was having bleh, when I was having lunch with Howie and CJ and George, and a couple of other people that uh, we were talking about how Howie had gone golfing with Joshua Morrow, yes. um, in somewhere in the states, I guess. So as they're golfing, it's like on one of those golf courses that have all those like million dollar houses around there. So they're like golfing, and then. Uh, Joshua Moore was like, oh, Wayne Gretzky has a house up there. And Howie's like, oh, my God, that's so cool, blah, blah, blah. So then I'll be here is Joshua. And he's like, what? So he, like, runs. And Wayne Gretzky ran onto the course. He's like, Nick Newman. And then he's like, 
Wayne Gretzky. And then they were like, <laughs> then they like took a picture together and he said it was like the funniest, how That's he was amazing. like the funniest thing ever because they were both so excited to meet each other. Aww. And then Wayne was like, oh, my wife watches your show all the time. I know who you are. Blah, blah, blah. I watch hockey. Can I read, can yeah. I read off uh, yes. this Wikipedia um, article? So it says their first album, Yes, 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 No, 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 was released in 1999 and featured their biggest hit, the single Into You, a top 10 hit on the Canadian charts. Their second album, Can't Get Over You, was released in 2001. Among the artists they collaborated with was Mishi Mi on a track from their first album and with Howie Doro on a track with from their second album. Oh, oh. Really? What, song, what song it was, I'm not sure. Although largely unknown in the U.S., <laughs> they're one of the most su- successful Canadian boy bands of the era with a sizable and young female fan base. I guess that's why I thought more of them were Canadian, because they like obviously had more Again, success in Canada. Again, YTV's hit list would play right. them. Yeah. So That's where I found them as well. I bring that shit back, man. That's so YTV good. We learned a lot of Canadian... And, in Canada, I know this doesn't happen in the States, but there's a thing called CanCon. So on the radio, you have to play 35% Canadian content. That's what CanCon stands for. I don't know if that's the same on TV as well. And it could have been because it, it was like be. it was a music show, right? So maybe because it was a music show, they had to show so much Canadian. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just easier for them to find the Canadians to interview. Or maybe they were just promoting their own like stuff, right? So that's why I feel like we saw a lot of Canadian boy bands as well. I have no back. idea. I really don't know. Okay. So anyway, gonna, next boy band? Up, wait, we're just going to look up uh, what song they did with Howie to see if we recognize it or not. I'm going to guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so continue talking to see if we can find oh, this Lord. information. Oh, oh okay. That's an old-ass oh, website. Sure it's like blue clouds okay. and like purple text. Oh, jeez. Oh, Keep talking, please. Okay, why don't we, do you want to switch to another boy band then while we sure, wait for this? Sure, we can come back to this. Okay. Um, so uh, the last uh, boy band that I have here uh, is probably one that I'm going to guess most of you have never heard of. I'll be honest, before I knew Chinzia, I've never heard of these people. But no, if oh, that is... There's no- two that I'm thinking of, so I don't know who this will be. Okay, go. Oh, okay. Apparently there's one that I didn't even know. I won't even know till today. Uh, this is VIP. Yay! It's just my luck. luck. She's got, got someone else in mind. It's just, just my luck. luck. It happens all the time. Does it have to be this way for me? Hell yeah, because it's, it's just my luck. They're so, from yeah. Barrie, Ontario. Woohoo! Uh, the VIP actually stands for Voices in Public. And it has um, Marty Beecroft, Glenn Coulson, who I've actually met several times as well, uh, Joe Heslip, and Peter Luciano. Hold up. There's, I thought it was three. There's four of them. When did the fourth one come in? There has always been four of them. There's the guy that looks like a turtle. Yes. And there's, <laughs> I guess, three more. Okay. Define looks like a turtle. Well. He had a hat, I think. He had a hat that he wore constantly? Yeah. I don't know. Like, was, you know, like those like flat looking hats that like. Like news, a newsboy cap? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that made him look like a turtle? It, yeah. It was, it's yeah. Don't even worry about Lydia. Oh, God. Is he going to like... Oh, I'm, this, this episode is going to bite me in the ass. And when we have him on, he'll be like, you said I look like so a turtle. So two of them, I can't remember which two at the moment. I know it was Glenn Coulson for sure. Possibly Marty. Um, okay. Sorry. First of all, Lydia and I met this band. Yes. And they were at Limeridge Mall, which is right beside us. Woo. So they had come to do kind I of like a window. performance and autograph signing. 
And uh, so we like were in line and we got pictures and stuff. And then Cable 14 was there and I wanted to be on TV. So then I took my my picked my autographed picture and I knew they were there and I like kissed the picture to make it look like, oh, I really like VIP. And then uh, then I was on TV. So there you go. So So. I wish I would just like to say for no one can see this, but the motion that Chinzia made when she said, I really wanted to be on TV. So I I thought she was going to say lifted up my shirt. (laughs) Like just Uh, the motion she made with her hands. I was like, oh, my God, you flashed VIP. But apparently I definitely did not know. But no, it was uh, (laughs) it was cute. So they were good. They um, they won some awards and stuff as well. Uh, Most coffees ordered at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> they won a genie award. A genie award. What is a genie for best original song in 2000 for one thing to say. Uh, and apparently they had a song in Jacob Tutu meets the Hooded Fang. So oh, there you go. Uh, they also released a Christmas album uh, called Let It Snow in 2004. So they no also idea. released a Christmas album before know. Backstreet Boys. So oh, oh, burn. Oh, uh, so the, yes, okay. Sorry. So Glenn, Marty, and Joe, after they broke up, released. Uh, they decided to go country, and they released a country album called After Tuesday oh, yeah. in two thousand and six. And then Joe and Marty um, did some stuff for a film called Dark Rising. And then, um, sorry, Joe is Heslop, right? Yes. So Joe is a music teacher, and um, Marty and. Glenn Coulson, right? Is that his name? Totally blanking out right now. Are yes. Whispering? What are you doing? Anywho. She's not talking into the microphone. I'm sorry. She's just looking at her phone. I am and not. Reading. I'm sorry. Everyone. So they actually like work and, and have actual jobs and they're music teachers and things like that. Uh, one of them is a lawyer. and uh, But they've also worked with some country artists as well. So they've, and that's where I ran into two of them a few years ago when I used to have work for a country station. So I guess it was over 10 years ago. And uh, they were at, uh, we were having like a rising star competition and they were there. And I was like handing out things and I like stopped at their table to hands it. I'm like, oh my God, VIP. And I was not expecting to see them there. So it was good. Were they like, hey? Or they like, no, they were, hey, they were cool. They were, okay, I think cool. I took a picture with them. And then I ran into another one at a concert, like a country concert, like years later. And I was like, hey, and he remembered me from the other thing. So. Aww. Okay, that so please fun. tell me what the other Canadian boy band you thought I was going to mention was. Oh, okay, can I just say. read um, what I found out? So I didn't find out what the song was, but it does say here, um, they also have been working with Howie D of the Backstreet Boys on a song that he wrote for our CD that the girls will love. Howie has been a good friend to 3 Deep, and we do enjoy having him contribute to our CD. I got to meet him in Toronto, then we hooked up again in Florida. at the Hooked Mich- up? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Um, at the Miss U.S. Teen Pageant this past summer. He was a judge along with our manager, Jeff Mullen. Jeff has known Howie and the Backstreet Boys for a long time now, as I guess he worked with them in the studio when they first got started back in 1994, making demos or something like that. But we couldn't be happier with the collaborative efforts on songs for this new CD, as I know that this is by far our best recording. Yeah, so it didn't really say the song. Who wrote this? Uh, just some, I'm assuming some fan oh. on some website. Great. It, it Thank you for the information. Sorry. Oh, source is 3deep.com. Thanks to Stephanie, head of 3deep fan club for info. See, they had a fan club. <laughs> um, okay, so the like, other. Look at, this, look at this website, though, for real. Like, look <laughs> at it for a like, second. Okay, guys, this is like old time. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the most sad thing I've ever seen. 
Like back in the day, this would have been cool, but yeah. this is like yikes. <laughs> yep. Sorry, so the band that I wanted to chat about, which is very hard to find information we on it. We saw this video in the morning, um, right? But we did watch it this morning. Oh, okay. And it is a band called ID, which stood for Identically Different. And they had a hit song, which was Busted. Busted, Busted that's, that's the end. end. I never want to see my face again. again. So yeah, so I can't find uh, any information about them all because, again, they only had, I believe, only the one CD. Um, I know one of the guys in the band used to play Shaggy at Canada's Wonderland. So, well, Chris used to play. At I know. Universal so I was like, Studios. this is like the Canadian version of this. So the most successful member of ID. Um, <laughs> That's literally no information. I know it's very hard to find. I found it before, but it's very hard. Um, <laughs> Jesse LaBelle. So Jesse LaBelle, he after no, ID broke like up, became... he's a pop country singer. Yeah. So why is the transition from pop to country such a normal thing? I feel like because the subject matter of the songs is very similar. It's just a different like tempo and tone of music. Mm-hmm. Like even like the, the like it's the about storytelling and things like the, that. The, 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 the fan base is different. But do, wouldn't you agree that the subject matter of the songs is kind of is usually pretty similar? Like boy band songs are all about love. A lot of country songs are about love, yeah. and then the other country songs are about like you know having a good time. And then like what like are truck? boy yeah what are boy band songs about? Party, you know, yeah, like right. things like that. It's like that's yeah why the transition is easy. I think. Okay. So if you can find the video, I mean, we should start, we should post these videos tomorrow or today or sure, something. So we'll post it. So ID, identic- uh, so it's called Busted. And you'll see one extremely good looking member of that band. Like he just stands out as being the most extremely good looking person. Right. That is Jesse LaBelle. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, it actually Maybe says. that's why when you guys were watching that video, I was like, that guy looks familiar. Right? Yeah. yeah I thought the same. So he's done a lot of stuff. And interestingly enough, it sh- he apparently, um, Remember back in the day they had Speaker's Corner? Yes. So he uh, performed at Speaker's Corner and it actually caught the attention of upcoming singer Fifi Dobson. So she reached out to him and they had to write, invited her to write songs and perform with the band. Um, So none of those collaborations actually made it to Fifi's album, but that he was able to get contacts through that. So he met up with some other people and got signed to um, or. Arista Records and things like Arista Records and then he went to Nashville in 2014 and he started doing stuff there so he's open for a bunch of people including Keith Urban and uh, if you're again if you're not from the area and you have no idea what Speaker's Corner is uh, there used to be this place in downtown Toronto where Queen Street on Queen Street where the much music and well now it's CTV headquarters um, where anyone could walk in from the street and I think you had to put like a dollar yeah. in I don't remember was it free or a dollar I was feel like it, it was like a it might have been a dollar it was a dollar yeah. I think you had to put a dollar in and then you, you could, could record for like a, a minute a, um, one minute whatever you wanted so some people would sing and some people would like do rant like a crazy person or like look I'm looking for the, my love or something there and would be like a lot of drunk people like and woo they would play them. You know? and then they would make play, play it them, once yeah. a week on a show right every it? single one they played not every single no, one I'm sure they would have edited they things but I believe if I'm not mistaken bare naked ladies also got their start there wow. the, yes, the band exactly. not actual naked ladies <laughs> Yes, they did play. They played uh, If I Had a Million Dollars, I think. And I think think that actually got played as Uh, well. 
if I'm not mistaken. But then Bare Naked Ladies definitely um, went in and did things in Speaker's Corner after oh, they after were they popular were as, well. as well. So I don't know about that, but... Are they considered a boy band? No. no. Why? They play their own instruments. Oh, right. Okay. They don't dance. And the they don't dance. And they don't wear matching outfits. One direction. And I feel like they were, a, they aged out of being a boy band. Like by the time they were started, they were already too old. Yeah, fair. That's true. Yeah. And I feel like they had male and female fans, like pretty consistent. And they're more like. Yeah, fair, fair. I don't know. No one's talking into the mic anymore. It's just Sorry. me. Hi, okay, everyone. so yes. Wait, was there any other bands that we thought of this morning? I think those no, were all of them. No, so those are like the main Canadian boy bands. If you are you know, a member of one of these bands or were a member of one of these bands and you kind of want to get in contact with us and talk about your experiences and be interviewed, we now have a working phone line. And you can email us at boybandbreak at gmail.com or hit us up on any socials, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at boybandbreak. And uh, happy Canada Day, everyone. Happy Canada Day. Woo-woo. And thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.